what does people plus food service plus conversation equal? The Food Service for Thought podcast. Produced by Forbes Heaver and Wallace and hosted by Carrie Clements and Justin Oliveras, the bi-monthly podcast connects the food service industry through in-depth conversations with chefs, restaurant equipment suppliers, food service establishment owners, and so many others that make up our wonderful industry. If you like food, people, and great conversation, we think you will enjoy the Food Service for Thought podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Food Service for Thought podcast. Carrie and Justin are here. Carrie, dare I say, it's springtime. It is springtime, and uh, that means you can wear your white shoes and your seersucker shirt, uh, or suit, I should say. Um, I know you've been been itching to do that, and I love that you're willing to do it before Easter. All white, oh, baby. Yeah. Yes, everything. Head to toe in white, 100% of the time, until Labor Day. That's that's me. Now, yeah. Uh, unrelated, I will not be eating pasta with red sauce during that time, but completely no, completely unrelated. No. Why is that though? When you've got white clothes on, that's when somebody says, "Hey, I know this great Italian place. Let's meet there for lunch." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> always the same day. It's, it's always that day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what, we have had a uh, quite the bumpy ride over the last uh, I don't know year with everything that we've had. So is everybody else. And today we wanted to do a reset episode as we get ready for the second half of season four that's going to carry us into the summer. We've got a lot of cool stuff planned, uh, interviews and everything. So stay tuned for that. But we kind of wanted to, to do a, 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 a literal and metaphorical reset. So if anybody has played the old 8-bit Nintendo and the game would not work and you had to open it up and take the game out and blow on the end of it to sort of blow all the excess dust out of it and then put the game back in, that's what this episode is. So if you need a, a visual reference point, that's what we're doing. We're, we're pulling the cartridge out. We're going, we're blowing on it, putting it back in and restarting the game. So with that, Carrie... I know uh, you've had a, you've had a lot of stuff going on for the last several months. So yeah. we wanted to talk about hey, getting back to the roots of why your your brain exploded with this idea of a podcast. And uh, so why don't you talk a little bit about what you were hoping to accomplish here for the second half of season four, uh, and then get ready for season five in the fall? Can't believe that has changed, and we've had different ideas, and we've tried out most of them. And then life gets in the way for some of them. And, you know, you can't do all the things you want to do. But the basic core idea for the podcast started when, um, you know, there's a there's a food critic in our area who has a Facebook group for for this part of the world here in Kima League City you know, the Bay area of the Gulf coast here. And, um, gosh, Justin, there was so many, and I think we've talked about this before, but so many bad, really unforgiving, harsh reviews of people's experience at restaurants. And that made me think one, they, they just do not understand what it is like. Somebody has done your grocery shopping for you. They've given you many options. Here they are. Somebody's come to your table and says, here's all these options. We've got the stuff. We've done that. What can we bring you? 
and then they bring it to you. And if something goes wrong here or there, it's just unforgiving. It's, I guess, this cancel culture, you know, these bad reviews, I'm sure for mostly nice people who just didn't connect. They didn't understand the hard work that every single person in a restaurant <laughs> endures. And it's not a glamorous job. And most, most restaurant owners aren't getting rich. They do it because they love to cook and they're good at it. Anyway, I just thought naively that if there was a podcast that kind of introduced the players that uh, worked at restaurants, that owned restaurants, that built restaurants, that sold restaurant equipment, that sold tabletop, food, aluminum foil, all the things, you know, who works on the equipment, who's the attorney for restaurants, who manages their money, all these people, um, then maybe we would connect more with one another. And, and then, you know, you had the idea to connect internally in the industry as well. Cause you know, my original thought was to make people who weren't in our industry understand. Well, and I know one of the things that we talked about uh, early on, and I think we've done a pretty good job of trying to get a variety of guests on is there, there are so many different sectors within the food service industry. And a lot of those people never cross paths. You know, if you are a cook or a chef or a dietitian at a healthcare facility, you are probably not coming in contact with someone in that does that same job in colleges and universities or in K through 12 or at a country club or something like that. And you probably are not coming in contact with someone that works in a different sector that does a different job. So there's so much out there. And, uh, you know, I've said before, when I used to cook, I had no idea that this whole side of the industry even existed. You know, there's some local restaurant supply stores that I would walk in and buy a pair of chef pants or a thermometer, but I had no idea that there was this whole other economy of consultants and dealers and end users and manufacturers reps and factories and all this and how they all work together in concert. And I don't think anybody does. And then all of a sudden you just walk in and, you know, order a, a cheeseburger and, and there it is. And I think that is really interesting to know. And, and one of the podcasts I listen to, they talk about how impatient we are as people. Uh, it's a sports podcast and they talk about that as it relates to our cell phones. Like we get mad if it takes a second, like two seconds longer for, for Google to load on our phones. And it's like, do you realize the technology that's involved <laughs> in being able to have something the size of a deck of cards in your hand and you can Google anything that you can possibly imagine. And within seconds, you get your results back and videos and, and blogs and texts and podcasts and all, all that sort of stuff. So you brought up a good point. We need to, uh, as consumers, I think we need to be understanding. And I think it's helpful to have everybody else be understanding of just how much actually goes into, uh, were you walking into a restaurant as a consumer, sitting down, ordering something to eat and drink and having it delivered to you and then leaving how much actually goes in and how many people are involved in that process directly involved. And I think that's interesting. You know, it is interesting. And, and a lot of the, the desire for me to connect people that I don't know, just kind of build that, that connectivity comes from, you know, some personal beliefs that I hold and, and, and lifestyle things that I've tried to incorporate as much as possible in, in my day to day, which is, you know, meditation or, you know, I, you know, this, I, I love, um, I love working with women and mentoring women and, and young people or people who are interested in it. Not, I mean, not, it could be not, just women, anybody, but, but so, so connection is a big value of mine. Okay. So to your point, if you're going to order a cheeseburger 
Think about the cheeseburger, okay? Just the I, meat. I do quite often. I know, right? Oh my gosh. And yesterday, uh, I had lunch at the original Nymphas on Navigation in Houston, and uh, they have a fajita burger. That sounds pretty awesome. It is worth it. also the- sounds like copyright infringement of the fajita itself. <laughs> like you don't you don't hear fajitas saying we're we're doing a, a burger taco. So I don't want to hear Okay. I'm sure there are burger tacos. The just just the meat part of this, just the meat. So there's the people that had anything to do directly with that cow. Okay. So there's a vet. Mo. There's the rancher. Mo. There's the people who created and sold and shipped the feed. However, those farmers, the packaging for the feed, the stores that had the feed, the people who created the um, medicines that, that are, you know, the injections that the cows get uh, the scientists that created that and that are continuing on working at that at places like, you know, Texas A&M or what have you. There's just so many people. But all we see is our burger was overcooked. So yeah, so all that connection um, is so important to me. And personally, I feel really responsible um, to make effort in connecting people just in general. So those two macro ideas of, of connecting everybody <clears throat> within the industry that doesn't even know necessarily that other segments exist within the industry. And then also people outside of the industry that don't know, or maybe don't think about um, all the different steps involved, just like for us, you know, we order something on Amazon, it shows up then, you know, eight hours later, there's a lot of stuff and a lot of people involved that go into that, uh, not even counting the people who actually make the product. I'm just talking about the shipping aspect of it. So there's, there's a whole host of people and processes that are involved um, to, to get that. So I think it's it's good to be mindful of that um, when we eat. Well, we've also had some fun talking about um, different food topics. And something that I really enjoy is when we get to do that because, uh, as I said before we turn the mics on, food is one of the few universal languages. So you know, maybe music is another one. Maybe travel is another one. But food is something that it doesn't matter where you're from. Uh, if you don't speak the same language, uh, if you don't agree on anything, uh, politically or, or otherwise, we can both take a bite out of a pizza and you can know that it tastes good. And yeah. uh, I think that's that's really cool. And for you and me, and I think a lot of people, a lot of your memories growing up or a lot of your the, the anchor of your events, whether it's a birthday or an anniversary or just a family fun night or even something uh, sadder like, like a funeral like you and I both had to deal with. Uh, that food is often plays a, a major role in that, and it it can provide a lot of different things. It can be uh, you know comforting, it can be uplifting, it can be motivating, it can be celebratory, it can be all those different things. So that's to me also something fun. So when we talk about you know our favorite things that we cook in the summer or our favorite snacks that we had during the winter when it was cold or whatever, that <clears throat> that's more that means more to me than than just you know oh yeah I had a a bowl of popcorn to me it's you know hey a popcorn is a, is a is a positive trigger for me as far as memories and experiences and you know i, I associate that with all sorts of 
of good memories. So I think it's fun when we have those kind of things too, because if people are driving around and listening or they're at their desk working and listening, uh, hopefully it does some of that for them as well. It makes them maybe think back when they were kids or when they take their kids or their, their spouses or significant others or, or whatever. And, and there's some, there's some positive experiences around food where that's, it's helping elevate the, whatever it is that you're doing that day. And did you know, as we record, since we're not recording on the 15th we're recording on the 9th and it is national meatball day that's right today is national meatball day i'm a meatball fan are you a meatball fan i'm a meatball sandwich fan those are good sandwiches i love meatballs uh my grandma used to make them and they were about the size of a softball and she would make them by hand and uh she would knead everything together and the three types of meat so it's the pork the veal and the beef and then the fresh breadcrumbs that she would put in there and and the oregano and the parsley and uh, all, all that sort of stuff. Uh, that was old school. You know, she was four, four eleven, so she was uh, small but mighty. Yeah. yeah, she had a she had a a house with a basement in it, and in the bathroom she had a laundry chute. And when I was little, I would always run and take her slippers and throw them down the laundry chute. <laughs> and she, I'd have to run down and get them. And yes, so, of course. Yeah. yeah, great story. I'm sure everybody's riveted by that. But yeah, so the meatballs that's been a part of my my life since I was a child, and then growing up and and learning more about that and everything but still the, the the basic the best basic meatball you can get is combining those three meats the veal the pork and the ground beef and then your fresh herbs and your egg and your breadcrumb and all that and man it just i mean awesome dense delicious just super flavorful love it okay so that so and parm parm in there too gotta put parm in the meatball yeah in the meatball. meatball. Yeah. Well, uh, so a quick look ahead to what we got going on. Carrie and I will be in the Hill Country at the end of April. And we're going to be recording some episodes with some uh, some breweries, wineries, distilleries, uh, that type of thing, maybe a restaurant or two. So that's going to be fun. We're finally going to be able to do that. That was what we had wanted to do, a little road trip. And then COVID happened. But that was what our plan was for the spring, summer of 2020 was to do that and take the, the podcast on the road and have some more video content and and kind of be able to get boots on the ground and meet some people that are actually uh, doing it at, on their turf, which is pretty neat because we've been forced uh, to do all of all of this recording since 2020 remotely. Uh, so it'll be nice to, to meet some people. Uh, we're also looking at uh, getting some people for, for marketing. So if anybody owns a business or runs a restaurant or food service operation uh, or any operation and they want to learn some tips and tricks on marketing, especially digital marketing, uh, not gimmicky stuff, not, you know, TikTok-y video dance music and, and how to, you know, maximize your listenership, not like that, but but legitimate things you can implement um, at, in a realistic way to help uh, help improve your marketing in a digital standpoint. So we're excited about that. Uh, we're working on having a butcher uh, be on here as well to talk about some of the great steaks that you can get ready to cut and cook for summertime as we can fire up the grills here pretty soon. Um, and we're hoping to have some uh, some people from some emerging chains, from some some uh, local restaurants to uh, further talk to us about their journey, about uh, how they're able to scale their business properly. Uh, so we're excited. So hopefully there's some good content from, from a variety of people. If you uh, tend to be a little bit more business-minded and want some more data information, or if you tend to be more um, enjoying the, the the creative uh, aspect of uh, you know something like a marketing, uh, or if you just like food and you want to know, do I need a, a New York strip or a ribeye for the summer? And my answer to that is yes, you do. You need both of them. <laughs> this, this is not the vegan podcast or vegetarian podcast. No, this is not podcast. the vegan podcast. No. We might talk about a vegetable at some point, though. Yeah, well, I mean, steak's a vegetable, kind of. 
cows eat grass and grass. So, yes. so that is it. So this is, this has been our reset episode. You can consider us uh, having blown on the video game cartridge. It is now back in the Nintendo and we have pushed power and we are ready to play two player super Mario three and we are ready to go. So reset episode is done. We have some fun stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks and months. And uh, you'll see a lot more contents from our video content as well as, as Carrie and I are be able to be actually in person a little bit more frequently uh, and if you have any suggestions, please add us at Food Service for Thought on the gram as far as any guests or topics that you'd like us to cover. Carrie, any closing remarks? Just have some awesome meatballs. I mean, I don't know what to say. That's all I'm meatballs. thinking about is where can I get meatball sub today? All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening to our reset episode of the Food Service for Thought podcast as we kick off the second half of season four that'll carry us from the spring through the summer. Hope you have a great day and great springtime. And we'll be back in two weeks with a guest interview. And like I said, stay tuned for some fun stuff as we get into the Hill Country and, and talk to some pretty cool people. Have a great day. Thanks, Carrie. Thanks, Justin. Thank you for listening to the Food Service for Thought podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And a big shout out to Forbes, Heaver, and Wallace and everyone on the team for producing the first ever Food Service Rep-driven podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Oh, and go eat out at your local restaurant or grab some takeout or delivery, even if you are just in the mood for some apps or dessert. Every bite helps.